If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Joy News. That's we're coming to you live from our studios in Kokom Lemliri on DCT because we're free to air. Coming up this morning, 15 persons injured, five among them hospitalized after masked men attacked Electric Commission's registration center at the Okankwe North Constituency. Also this morning, as we celebrate International Equal Pay Day today, we put a spotlight on the salary gap between females and their male counterparts. As it emerges, women are paid 34.2% less than men in Ghana. We will interrogate this report and find the way forward. Last minority in Parliament expressed worry over the Mineral Commission's continuous issuing of licenses and concessions to individuals, mostly Chinese, to mine very close to water bodies. With all of these coming up shortly, my name is Aisha Ibrahim. Do stay for details.
Many thanks for choosing us. Let's begin with many first-time voters who are eager to be registered in the limited voters registration exercise who stayed overnight at the Okankwe North District office to avoid long queues in the morning. They hoped the exercise would run smoothly. Little did they know that they were putting themselves at risk. Fifteen persons have been injured. Five among them have reportedly been hospitalized after masked men stormed the Electoral Commission's registration center at the Okankwe North Constituency. They attacked people who had killed to be registered. That's a report by Prince Oswansa read to you. And they hit the stick. They threw the stick and it hit my legs. That is Gifty Dogwe. She was brutally attacked by unknown men in the early hours of Sunday morning while waiting for a turn to be registered. As I tried to wake up again, I couldn't, so I fell again. But that one, I fell on the stone. Her legs failed her as she ran for her life. Like, I I don't know. And and it ended me this way. legs is paining me, is shivering. I, I can't walk. According to some eyewitnesses, the unidentified men attacked them and bolted away with more than 11,000 Ghana cities and mobile phones. And Marion Deborah lost $100. Our phones, our money, a lot of people's money has been stolen. My phone, iPhone, I have $150 at the back in the case. It's stolen. My colleagues' phones and money are stolen. Everything has been stolen. There were no security personnel available when these people were attacked. The NDC constituency chairman for Kainkwe North, Gregory Kwashi, says the incident has been reported to the police for investigation. I personally drove some of them to the Achimata police station. So as we speak, some of them are said they're being interrogated by the CID. Other members who have also gone to lodge official complaints. Some have been given the medical form. So the one at Test 7 has the medical form. Another at Achimota Hospital. Some police officers arrived after the attack. Meanwhile, some first-time voters have expressed concerns about waiting long hours in the queue, while others allege that members are being assisted by some political parties to jump the long queues. You, you could see some people are quarreling, some people are taking things not easy here. Everybody is trying to find his way early to go home. That's the problem here. How them are do for here, you know me, I know the bab. Yeah, them do like them be heroes. They've already been called by civil society organizations and some political parties to decentralize the ongoing voters registration exercise, which is currently limited to the EC's district offices. A report by Prince Ousuansa read to you. So the Electoral Commission's decision to proceed with the limited voters registration exercise at its district offices despite concerns from interested parties has raised questions about the transparency in the process. The exercise which began on September 12th and is expected to conclude on October 2 with the target of registering over 1 million new voters has drawn criticism of possible disenfranchisement of voters due to the tedious nature of the exercise. MP for Bosa South, Dr. Clementa Park and Vice President of Imani Ghana, Kofi Bentel, argue that it may not be within the AC's authority to determine how the exercise should be conducted by Deputy Director of Electoral Services at the EC. Dr. Sribo Kwaku has been providing some explanation for the decision. The Commission has been mandated by the Constitution to perform certain functions and the Commission has no choice but to obey or to perform such functions. 
Commission does anything contrary to what it has been mandated to do, then that becomes antithesis. And the, I, 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 I wouldn't want to know the word that to be used for them. Because the purpose of your being is to do certain things and you decide not to do it. But before I proceed, I want to say that for the media and the CSOs, your attention is register them, register them, register them. That is the focus of the media and the CSO. And probably that is maybe the reason why maybe you are quoting uh, my, my, my chair at the time he was CSO. Mm. But when you come into the kitchen, that is where you see that you are, your responsibility changes. The, the thinking of the commission is that it is to register people and also to protect the sanctity of the register. That is very, very important, which nobody's talking about. You are going to compile voters' register. That will be used to determine who leads Ghana in all forms. What goes into the register should be something that should not be, that can create about, bring about pro, pro issues. If you remember, in 2016, there were a lot of issues about the sanctity of the register, a lot of demonstration, whatever, whatever you. The commission insisted that what we have could be used for the election, and it was done. But both MP for Bosa South, Dr. Clement Park and Vice President of Imani Ghana, Kofi Bento, believe the EC is overstepping its boundaries with the manner in which the exercise has been conducted so far. On the inclusion of the word entitlement, and for the avoidance of doubt, just look at the basic definition of entitlement. There's entitlement, the belief that one is inherently deserving of his or special treatment. Inherently deserving. So what this means is that the Electoral Commission has the mandate and is enjoined by the law of the land to ensure that citizens, once they meet the minimum threshold in terms of being 18 years and above and of sound mind, are able to register at their convenience in a manner that is not going to dehumanize them and call their dignity in question. What this also then means is this. All of the issues that have come up so far, which we know are militating against the right of the citizen to enjoy this right and entitlement. But honestly, it is my view, and if we have time, I will argue that out very well, that the EC did not need parliament to authorize that process. They didn't need parliament. Look, Article 45 says that the Electoral Commission shall have the function to compile. It never said they should go and register people. In the process of compilation, you might register. But again, a commission in the hierarchy of authorities is less than an authority. All right? Now, so the National Identification Authority is higher in order than a commission, number one. Number two, it is an electoral commission, not a registration commission. So to the, that extent of registration or compiling of register, if even the NIA was a National Identification Commission, because it is specific for identification, it will have a better legal authority to do registration and that stuff for easy to use it. Okay? But it is an identification authority. My argument is that 45 requires the 
EC to compile the register of voters from the list of the NIA. You don't need parliament to do that. All right. And what we said was that at the time, all the money that was being wasted by the EC, you remember the last election cycle, we took them on on several levels. That should be used to empower the NIA so that at the end of the period, when there's time for election, they just draw it. Mm. You, whoever is 18 period, you go with your Ghana card, they put it in the machine, it can do your age, A, B, C, D, E. So back to the point. It is entirely arguable that the EC doesn't have the mandate to do what it is doing. Now, MP for San Rogu ABA Fuseni is also accusing the EC of deliberately frustrating the registration process to rig the elections for the NPP. I'm sure the reports we are getting from many parts of the country indicate that it's not going very well. In, in our area, in the northern region, for instance, there are many areas where, in fact, in San Rogu, for instance, Yesterday, when they opened, they could not register more than 10 people. Okay? Because they, they brought two uh, uh, biometric machines. One completely was dysfunctional. The other started, and then they said, oh, they, 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 there's no network. So, in fact, that was also dysfunctional. So, they could not register. And if you monitor across many areas, they are complaining that the, the, the pace of the registration is too slow. It's at a 30 space. And so, it is not possible for many people, young men, who are queuing because the young men are so angry they want to teach nana kwadu and dr bamwe a lesson they want to go and register they are frustrating them thing, like, we have said it long before it's it's like an, a broken record that madam jean mesa and uh, uh, dr bosman they are a danger to our democracy because of the intransigent position they have taken and they have decided not to listen not advice from the outgoing electoral commissioner honorable uh, uh, dr kojo afarijan when he even told them that, look, some of these things, you have to look at it this way and do it this way. They are impervious to reason. And because they have been put there for an agenda, they have been put there to rig the elections for the MPP. And I'm telling you this time, we will not allow that to happen. What are you going to do? Oh, Masa, you know, Azuma Nelson was going to fight Jeff Fennec. And Azuma Nelson, they said the, the referees cannot be uh, trusted that they may want to, in the event of a, even a, a, they will manipulate the results. Azuma Nelson said, look, my, my referee is my punch. I will go there. If I knock him down, he doesn't get up. Can, can the referee say anything else? The NDC wants to but do. I'm telling you that in 2024, we will be so vigilant that the election will be won at the police station, even before Madame Jane Mesa and, and her, uh, his uh, uh, clique decide on what they are going to do. The results, the results will be clear for all Ghanaians to see. So I am indicating to you that Ghanaians are in a mood not to tolerate this abysmal performance of the MPP. They are ready to bring President Mama. They have now compared the records. By the end of December 2024, Nana Kufado will have an eight-year record with Dr. Baumia. You will compare it with President Mama, and you will be light years away from President Mama's performance. Ghanaians can see. Meanwhile, MP for Conquest Central, Patrick Boma, is urging Ghanaians to exercise their civic responsibility by going out to register despite the challenges. Everybody must make an effort. Because if... The argument is that people are going to be disenfranchised because they will have to come from all corners of constituencies to the district offices. It doesn't affect only NDC, CPP, or MPP people. It affects everybody. And we must also look at some of the reasons why the EC feels the EC, that the offices are the best places to as the center for registration. But for the time being, I entreat everybody to make an effort to go and register. There's a limited registration for those who just turned 18. 
It's not a mass registration or re-registration. So uh, we must also have that in mind and meet the EC halfway until such a time that the court makes a determination. The MPP, gov the MPP government will not have a position. MPP government or the MPP as a political party is advising their members who have turned 18 to go and register. That is the advice we've given to our party people, and that is what we are following. And you realize that even the political parties who issue the writ, they are the registration centers. Am I lying? They are there because they can't wait till after the court has taken a decision. They must follow what is going on now until such a time that the court makes a determination. So that one too is a plus on their part, not to sit back and say that, oh, because I've issued a rate, I'm not going to participate. That would have been dangerous for them. Away from the limited registration exercise, today is International Equal Pay Day. The main objective is to accelerate the pace of closing the gender pay gap to achieve equal... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC pay for work of equal value by 2030, a target of Sustainable Development Goal 8. This is central to the new social contract that demands fair wages, including minimum living wages, good quality, climate-friendly jobs, and equality and inclusion for all. As we celebrate the day, experts are calling for 575 million new and decent jobs globally. They're also asking for 1 billion informal jobs where women are overrepresented to be formalized. The ILO estimates that investing in universal child care and long-term care would create 280 million jobs by 2030, and it would boost the employment rate of women by 78%, and 84% of these jobs would be formal. Governments all over the world are being...
paid workers with tertiary education or more where women earn 12.7 percent less than their male counterparts the gender wage gap is highest among workers with basic education which stands at 60.1 percent followed by workers with no education which stands at 54.0 percent now uh, on your screens you can see the um Workers with no education, uh, the gap is 54.0%. Workers with basic education, the gap is 60.1%. Now, how do we bridge this gap? Um, and we, we, let me share more with you. If you go to the private sector, where uh, if you want to do a comparison between formal and informal, uh, the gap at the private sector, when it comes to formal, is 29.9%. If you come to informal sector, is 58.7%. And you go to the public sector, the gap stands at 10.5%. That's women are paid 10.5% less than their male counterparts. How do we bridge this gap? I've been joined by labor experts and former employment minister, Austin Game. First, I'm grateful for your time, sir. First, what's your reading into the fact that women are paid less than their male counterparts, whichever way you, look, you want to look at it? Thank you, uh, Aisha. I am going to be very open and uh, honest with you in this matter. I think that the um, researches or the findings by the Ghana Statistical Service uh, might be good enough, but not representative enough uh, of the reality on the ground. I work for a number of companies, both in private and public. Uh, when you talk about a wage structure or salary structure, it's one, one uniform structure. And therefore, uh, job evaluations are carried out, job analysis are made, people's job worth are determined and they are placed on the ranges where they belong. The entry point is the only requirement from the beginning. Going forward, in the private sector in particular, where I do know, it is based on your level of productivity. And so therefore, I am highly troubled and amazed about the kind of information uh, being placed in the public domain vis-a-vis Let's take the public sector as an example. 10 point something percent less than that of the men. It means the whole government machinery is being called into some kind of Um, 10.5%, whereas a teacher is a teacher. If you are um, let's say trained college teacher or 
a degree holding teacher or a PhD holder teacher. So you are. And the placement on the structure is the same. If you enter today and you are placed on, let's say, level 21 and you are earning, let's say, 4,500, so it is for a woman, so it is for a man. Whether private sector or, pri or public sector, entry point is what is required based on your um, uh, uh, qualification, not necessarily experience, but the criteria that you meet. So yes, I think that what they have done is okay, but they need to ventilate on their findings further with footnotes telling us a story about why are they being paid less than the men. I do not think it is entirely correct. If you take the hospitality center in the private sector, in the hospitality center sector, for instance, chefs are almost all of them are men. All the chefs are men. All the cooks, most of them are women in the kitchen. And some of them are in the restaurant together with some men. So your pay will be determined based upon your job worth and what you have brought in. You know, so clearly I'm amazed and troubled about these things. It's, it's no longer there. It's an old, old, old antediluvian type of uh, kind of uh, thing that existed before, before independence and thereafter. But today, I do not think it is so. Mr. Gamer, let's, let's face this reality. Could it be that many women are not attaining managerial positions where they can actually earn better salaries compared to their male counterparts? That is also not entirely correct. Uh, many of the women in the private sector, in the public sector, are the HR managers and directors. They end the same like their male counterparts. Indeed, to be, let me confirm to you, I work for a number of private sectors. I work for a number of public sectors. And I can guarantee you the pay structure is the same. The legal director in a certain private, a certain public sector and the HR director are all female. And they end the same like their male counterparts. It's a job worth. If you are a director and the core job of that organization is placed on, let's say, um, uh, some of the um, jobs like maybe an operational director and you are HR director, you may be on the same scale, but the placement on, on the steps may be different. That is not to say that somebody is being paid differently. It's because they've placed premium on the core rule that will bring in some level of income for disbursement in that company. So clearly, it is not it's that we need footnotes. We need we need clarification on on the findings. If in the informal sector, people are being paid discriminately because the the strength required to undertake such jobs in the informal sector is not that is not in the domain of men of women. It becomes a different story. If you take the the mining sector, for instance, the bulldozer operators, less than two percent of of them may be female. Indeed, less than. 
and and they are being paid, let's say, five thousand uh, dollars a month, and and the the female uh, who may not withstand the level of vibration that these bulldozers bring about are being paid, uh, let's say, four thousand dollars. It does not mean a discrimination. That's why we need footnotes. Just taking the raw data may not may not survive. Provided we agree that it's not discrimination, but definitely there is a gap because you have just alluded to the fact that, I mean, generally, uh, because of the make of women, they cannot actually do certain kinds of jobs so that employers may not categorically say they are not looking for females, but at the back of their minds, they will employ males rather than females for certain kinds of jobs. How then do we bridge this gap? Or is it that it's unbridgeable? Well, that perception will have to be dropped because there is a scientific criteria that is used in determining people's job worth, you know, by way of job evaluation, the analysis to ensure that the job spread cut across in a manner that is appropriate to make the company or the organization viable and, and productive. And, and therefore, if um, steps are not taken and we do not uh, ventilate on these issues properly, merely talking about um, uh, it that way may be in the realm of uh, uh, speculation and, and, and so forth and so on. The, the reality, however, is that gaps will always be there because of, and it could be female who are earning more than the men. Not personality, not male, not female. So whoever... ...area vis-a-vis job web evaluation... the former sector in the informal sector it may be whether you are male or female it will be tensities that is it
labor analyst and also a former employment minister. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization has expressed worry over the mass exodus of Ghanaian health professionals out of the country in search of greener pastures. Recent surveys have shown that at least 3,000 registered nurses and midwives left Ghana for better working conditions in Europe and the USA with a breakdown of the details showing that over 90% of Ghanaian doctors prefer to work outside the country. Speaking on Foreign Affairs on Jury News, representative of the WHO to Ghana, Professor Francis Casolo, noted although better working conditions might be the root cause of the health worker migrating, uh, immediate steps must be taken to safeguard the potential impact on Ghana's fragile health system. It is, it is worrying that um, in Africa, Specifically in Africa, where the numbers per capita of health workers is low, that we are losing uh, not just health workers, but we are losing the experienced health workers for quote unquote greener pastures. The, this is an experience that has had uh, what you would call. Uh, kind of a sarcoidal uh, movement as it goes up in countries, comes down, and so on. And it's related to many, many factors, not just monetary. It is related to the quality of the facilities that our health workers are working in. It is related to where you are posted to work. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. If you are a young gentleman recently married with a three, four, five year old child who needs to go into primary school, into nursery, and then you are posted for a long period of time in an area where there is no nursery facilities, you start feeling that, oh, you're being punished. I mean, I've gone through it. You feel like you're being punished. And that's why WHO, for instance, through different World Health Assembly uh, discussions, has come up with guidance on how to uh, sensibly manage health worker migration, especially to what I would call the developed world, because that's where most people are going, or to countries that are able to pay uh, better salaries, but also offer better working conditions in terms of where you are working, and, and so on. And this guidance specifically encourages two things. One, 
discussions between recipient countries and countries that are losing uh, the health workers. And this discussion is really about how can we contribute to retaining health workers within the country? Or if they go, how can we get external capacity to come and build the same capacity that has left? So that discussion has to take place. The bilateral discussion between countries on this have to take place under the guidance, of course, of the different guidance that WHO has given. Internally in a country, how can we work with partners, with government, with civil society to improve the conditions, including the communities, to improve the conditions of our health workers? I visited uh, recently uh, Volta region and Alti. And in one of the towns or uh, chiefdoms I, I, I was invited to, the community has take, had taken the responsibility of starting to build health worker houses. Okay. They raised the money, they have a health facility. They looked at it and said, look, if we do not have accommodation for our nurses, for a, a physician assistant, these young people are going to leave. So they've gone around, they've, they were almost completing the facility. And this is what we are saying, that the, the retaining health workers in your community is not just a government responsibility, it's also a community responsibility. I would want to have as near to me as possible a health facility so that when I have malaria, I know I can be taken there and there's a health worker to treat me. So it's a combined effort of trying to retain the health workers, but at the same time also giving incentives. Meanwhile, former Vice Chancellor of the University of Health and Allied Sciences, Professor Fred Binker, says more health trainers must be recruited in order to show up the numbers leaving the country. He was speaking on sidelines of a separate event here in Accra. Look, this thing has been with us for more than two decades. It's not today it started. We, we are just playing uh, well, the ostrich. We know that this is a problem, but it's a welcome problem. It's a very welcome problem for us. First of all, our nurses and the health workers we are training, the ministry is not able to absorb them. You are aware of that. For the first time in the history of this country, doctors who finish house jobs sit home for two years. Is that, it doesn't just make sense. Number two, why are there people moving on the brain drain? The brain drain is happening because through the COVID, most health workers in the developed world don't want to work in the health sector anymore. Too many people died. They're depressed. Okay? But we have the other problem. We have too many people wanting to be trained as health workers. We can fill the Accra Sports Stadium tomorrow just by one announcement. Okay? All we need to do is that there are certain requirements that we're not making people to get into the training schools. One, government's official cutoff point is 25, but nobody has ever entered training school at 25. By 20, you, are, you can't find a place. Two, we don't have too many lecturers. So I have been proposing long ago that go to the U.S., 
go to United Kingdom, go to Canada, sit down and say, hey, each of these countries, we need 50 of your best lecturers. You will pay for them. They will come here and they will help us to train our, our people who want to be trained. Some will go, some will stay at your cost. I mean, is it not ridiculous for us to be suggesting that the minister said uh, for each nurse or somebody who leaves, they will want to take £1,000? Goodness, how did they arrive at £1,000? Is that the cost of the training? But that £1,000, where does it go? Does it go to the institution that trained them so that they can train more? You know, so we're not just being serious about this. The Upper West Regional Chairman of the ruling New Patriotic Party, S.B. Kangbere, is rooting for Vice President Dr. Baomia, stating that he will be the inevitable candidate for the party in the 2024 general elections. Touting the credentials of the flag bearer hopeful, he averred that Dr. Baomia winning is a foregone conclusion, urging party supporters not to be discouraged about the current situation, but rally behind him for victory which in the long run will better the economy of the country. The Upper West Regional Chairman of the ruling New Patriotic Party, MPP, S.B. Kangbare, did not mince words on his love, preference, and no sign of a flicker of dissenting on the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, winning the party's November 4 presidential primary against the three other contenders. Try and encourage them to come and register because our collective good depends on the outcome of this registration. Don't forget, Baumia uh, can win by just plus one. And that plus one could be your son or your daughter who you have pushed to go and register to vote. You could be that one difference. So please, when you go back, Try and talk to all the uh, youngsters in your neighborhood to try and register. As for the Baumia's uh, candidature, I'm sure you all agree with me that it's a foregone conclusion. But uh, well, they say it's God who anoints leaders, so we can't say 100%. But as human beings, what we can see now is that he is going to be the inevitable leader of the party. <laughs> he urged party supporters not to be demoralized about their current predicament, but rally behind him to ensure that victory, which in the long run will better their lives. It's better we all put our hands on the same deck. Don't stand aside. Don't subtract yourself from the victory. Let's all unite and stand behind this one candidate, do our best to let him win, and we shall continue another eight years. Those of you complaining that you haven't gotten anything, maybe that will be your time to also get something. It's better than retiring, grumbling, going to sit down and push us into opposition. Then you have nothing. As I said the other time, if we win again, at least you have poor chairman can write to insult if you don't get anything. But if we all lose, because So it's in your interest to make sure that we win and you have somebody to blame for your own inadequacies. 
S.B. Kangbare was speaking at the opening of a regional women's secretariat of the party in Wa. Our power regional women's organizer of the MPP, Nancy A. Dare, is the brain behind the opening of the secretariat, which he said is aimed, among other things, galvanizing women's support for the party to break the aid and empowering women to be financially independent. To look for women's wing office where the women can always meet, deliberate, lay our problems, suggestions, and the way forward in breaking the aid. And the first step is to open an office that will be in the heart of town for women and party faithfuls to come together to deliberate on issues. And also for us to also take data for women who want to get into women empowerment, at least no matter what you have doing, even if it's a color, right color job, but there should be a side business or something that would earn you something or even to work on something to get it on your own. That has to do with the hand skill. And that is what we have here. And uh, if we, the office is duly open today, we would have people to sit here at the secretariat, take information and gather names of women who want to take part in the skill training at least quarterly to end them side business or maybe for their home use. Deputy National Women's Organizer of the MPP, Hajia Safia Mohammed, commended the Upper West Women's Organizer of the MPP for the initiative, urging beneficiaries not to waste their talent they have learned, but impact it on others. I know this training will not end here. I know you extend it to the younger generations and generations yet to be born. So that come 2024, inshallah, the women are empowered. We can run the party activities in our various electoral areas to contribute massively towards the situational elections we are going in 2024, of which we have a strong conviction that, inshallah, 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 with the good works His Excellency Nana Abedan Kwakupado has done and his able team. Ghanaians will give us another four-year tenure of office to protect his good legacies and also to continue with our good work. Reporting for the news, Rafik Salam. <laughs> wow. We take a break on Joni's desk. We'll be back with business. than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. 
I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. Wondering, what is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055 157 5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved, and every problem has a solution. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the business segment on Joy News Desk with me, Pius Kujubaka. Pay attention to agriculture. This is the message of the Netherlands Ambassador to Ghana, Jerome Verhoel, to the government at the East West Seed Foundation's Farmers Field Day at Abyssin near Sunyang. Now, the foundation targets to train 10,000 farmers in the next 12 months on seeds. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And improved vegetable cultivation practices for better yields and improved livelihoods. Speaking at the commissioning of the Learning Farm, the Dutch ambassador said the creation of an enabling environment for agriculture to flourish is important. Precious Semevo reports. East-West Seed Foundation's effort to help farmers have better yields from improved seeds is training farmers, extension officers, schools and input dealers on improved vegetable cultivation practices in the Bono region. Speaking at the foundation's Learning Farm at Abisim near Sunyai, Jimai Maja, manager of the Foundation's Knowledge Transfer in Ghana, said farmers will learn to use simple technology to enhance yields and livelihoods. It's one, one thing to buy hybrid seed. It's another thing to see the seed through the processes that it needs to go through until it gives you good harvest. We provide capacity development to farmers by using small, simple technologies to use materials that are natural in the environment, like the types of mulch that you have observed here today coal leaves, rice straw, dry grass, the corn husk. We are trying to promote those even more than the plastic mulch because that one you have to spend money to buy. And so we believe that if farmers can use things that are in their environment, they can do small things like raise their cucumber plants and tomato plants from the ground. 
you can see the difference. There will be less fruits that will be rotten, and there will be more money that will be in their pockets. To ensure sustainable farming, the business development manager of East West Seed Foundation, Cohen Yvette, said the target to train 10,000 farmers in the first year. Agriculture is sometimes still seen as a, a punishment or a, a, a living for lack of alternative. We truly believe and we have proven in Asia and also in, in Africa that farming can be a very profitable business if you have the right access to knowledge and quality seeds. You can only build a sustainable business by uplifting the knowledge of the farmers. We invest to train the first year 10,000 farmers, the second year 20,000 farmers to have a better knowledge of how to how to do farming profitably. Now with the recent insecurity in Niger, you see the need for uh, self-sufficiency. After a tour of the learning farm, the Netherlands ambassador to Ghana, Yaron Feher, said agriculture is the mainstay of the economy and the government needs to offer the sector more attention. Farmers are the most important part of the working population. They populate the rural areas, which is still the biggest part of Ghana. So they are very important for Ghana and for the Ghana economy and for the Ghana society. So agriculture is a very important livelihood for farmers and so politicians need to pay attention to an enabling environment so that agriculture can flourish. And I know that planting for food and jobs has just been recently launched. So that is a good example of how the government can promote agriculture. Some farmers spoke to Joy Business. Today I have learned a new method of which when I go I will educate my workers on that. And from today I think we are going to reduce costs. And then we will rather get more yield. I've seen their products. and other oils for export and domestic use. This, according to the company, is to help empower the women economically by offering them a stable income. This was made known when the British High Commission to Ghana, Harriet Thompson, visited the company. Here's more. The Southwest Six Limited was founded by two brothers, Aaron and Daniel Boachi, who are originally from the UK. The company founded in works with women groups in the northern and upper east region. As part of a working visit to the northern region, the British High Commissioner Harriet Thompson visited the project site. Madame Harriet was taken to a tour of the processes the share is produced and transformed to the various cosmetics. Yeah, so we actually just started discussing, we've been looking into it for a while, but we spoke to Amy in the Commission, and he said that, you know, your talk to us and see if you can lead us to some of these issues that obviously some people are trying to do with the community, they'll be able to sort of do that, so we can engage with how many parties to sort of um, have discussions about it. Yeah. Co-founder of Southwest Six Limited, Daniel Boachi, told Joy Business the company and the Passion Women's Group is on a journey to educating the masses on the benefits of share butter. 
products from the northern region. Um, Shear being one of the main commodities that we export in wholesale quantities. Um, we export to the UK to SMEs. So we are here at the moment in Sagnera Group. Um, this is one of the main villages that we work in, in terms of the shea butter. Um, we are also in the process of adding value to the shea butter because we, we believe that this will make us more attractive as a company. So we are adding value, we are adding carrier oils, we are also adding essential oils. And also by adding value, we are upskilling the women that we work with. We are adding to their already extensive expertise. Um, we are on a journey, Southwest Six and the Sagnerical Collective, we are on a journey to promote and educate the masses on the many benefits and uses of Shebata. And that's all for business for now. I am Pius. Could you back at the news continues after this break? I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day, and there they were, making out. And this is my blood brother. A husband, who is a banker, will not have sex with me because I denied him my anus. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved. And every problem has a solution. Welcome back to Join News Desk. Uh, to the rest of our stories, a minority in Parliament has expressed worry over the Mineral Commission's continuous issuing of licenses and concessions to individuals, mostly Chinese 
to mine very close to water bodies, including the exact locations already decimated by Galamsey despite the ban. At a press conference in Wa, addressed by ranking member on Lands and Forestry Committee of Parliament, Dr. Rashid Pelpo, he disclosed the strong evidence of government officials destroying uh, lands and environment, describing it as heartbreaking. The press conference by members of the minority in parliament titled The Unabated and Unscrupulous Destruction of Our Lands and Waters with Impunity and Advice by the ranking member on lands and forestry, Dr. Rashida Sampilipu, stated that the persistent campaign of the president and his government on the fight against illegal mining and mining processes have all turned out to be lip service. Ghanaians have cried out against the purposeful destruction of our lands and rivers through illegal mining. As the cry is louder, so do the Galamsey operators and the willing agents in high places in government continue to perpetuate the practice. In this exercise, farmlands and rivers are destroyed. National resources in the form of gold is stolen and communities and their future are destroyed. As a remark by President Ekufadu addressing the UAE Ghana Business Forum, praising the country's mineral laws that have stood the test of time. Just three weeks ago, 23rd August 2023, an 18-year-old boy was shot dead and two others injured by security personnel of some Chinese illegal miners in Abrokofi uh, community in the Jabusu districts of the Western North region. The victims who were members of the community went to the mining site to work. The deceased, Kofi Atta, was shot in the chest and died on the spot. Victims, Joseph Tewia and Albel Opong were shot in the thigh and lower back, respectively. This is what the president went to Abu Dhabi to hail as responsible environmental stewardship comparable to the best mining jurisdiction. A situation like this, where illegal miners can shoot and kill your citizens, is praising this as one of the best. He disclosed that despite the ban on mining and forest reserves and close water bodies, the Mineral Commission has given out several licenses and concessions in 2022 and 2023 to individuals, mostly Chinese, mine very close to water bodies, including at the exact locations already decimated by Galamsey. They include Ankubra, River Ankubra, Pra, Pano, and Ofin with licenses such as across river and cobra that is the area the license is given you have cape, cape north limited licenses granted on the 7th of january 2023 to 17th of january 2023 to 16th of january 2053 and as i wrap up join news desk this morning my name is Hashir brian log on to my john line com for more of the news and updates of all the developing stories. See you again at 12.